Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with It's Your Life. What are you doing with it? So, today I have another part two. I get so excited about doing additions to podcasts I've already done. But I did a podcast yesterday titled, um, If You Don't Protect Them, Be Prepared to Lose Them. And occasionally I'll have a conversation with somebody or somebody's about a podcast and it'll lead to further discussion that I want to share with you all because that's what I do. So I really want to hone in on our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, our nieces and nephews, um, and even family friends that, that we deem as, you know, family, like people who we're so close with, we're damn near family, even though we're not blood related. And sometimes those are the people you're closest to, right? Let's, let's be honest. Sometimes your family um, is very skeptical of you, or you're the black sheep, or your family is dysfunctional, whatever it is, and you develop friendships that are more like family ships than your actual family. Uh, but let's talk about that, the, the kids in these families. And once again, they don't have to be your children, your adult children, your young children. They can be, but they don't have to be. So I'm going to give you an example because that's what I do. Um, my grandkids, they're still here. <laughs> Y'all, this is the last week. And as much as I love them, they were fun. It was great to have them. They're excellent. When I tell you they're good kids, but they don't sleep, you guys. And when I say they don't sleep, they literally don't sleep. Like the doctors want them medicated, they don't sleep. Um, they'll be up, only the twins, until four, five, six, seven, eight in the morning. And sometimes they get loud and I get up out of my sleep to go tell them to shut the hell up or else. And then usually they get a little quiet because they think I'm crazy, but there's never an or else. And um, it's been 10 weeks and I'm excited that their mother's coming to get them until next summer when I can't wait to have them all over again. But to use them as an example, they all have tablets. I bought them tablets a couple of years ago and they've been upgraded since by uh, a relative on their daddy's side. So... What I'll do is when I'm really busy, like if I'm working, when when they weren't in camp anymore, when I was working or cooking or whatever, I'd just let them be on their tablets. And on the weekends sometimes, specifically Sundays, if I'm fixing a big dinner, I'll get up, I'll clean up, I'll start laundry after my Bible time, and then... I will start cooking dinner. But while I'm in the midst of cleaning stuff for dinner, if they get up, I'll fix them something to eat. And then I got to clean that. And I'm just busy. I'm busy the entire day. Like I won't leave this house and I will have um, hit my, my workout mark just walking around in this house and moving around in this house. I will have burned all the calories I generally set to burn when I go running. But anyway, I'll just let them be on their tablets the whole time. And what I noticed was, even though a lot of nights I would make them take the tablets downstairs at 9 o'clock at night, 
and they couldn't use them again until the next day. Sometimes I would forget. And those days I forgot, they would be on those tablets until four or five in the morning. And what really made me mad was the other day, actually, um, my husband and I went to a wedding. I said it in the last podcast, I believe. And I heard this noise like at seven in the morning. And I'm thinking it's my husband downstairs watching TV. I get up and the kids are in the kitchen having cereal. I'm going to tell you guys now, those kids don't get up before noon. There's no way in the world. And I told my husband, I don't think they've been to sleep. And he said they haven't been. But they were in there eating cereal on their tablets. And they had been on their tablets the entire night. Not to mention, Friday I was very, very busy. So they were on their tablets all Friday. It rained, so we didn't get to go outside. They were in the house on the tablets the entire day, all the way till 8 in the morning almost on Saturday. And like I said, that made me mad. But not at them. At myself. I don't even check sometimes to see what they're doing on their tablets because I feel like, oh, they're kids' tablets. They're they're made by Amazon for kids. But what does that mean? They still can get on TikTok. They can still do certain things. So <clears throat> what I had them do was go. I said, as soon as you're done eating, put your stuff in the sink. And I need you to leave your tablets downstairs and go get in bed. They said, okay. And that's what they did. And they went and got in that bed and passed out. Now, had I let them take those tablets, they still would have been awake on those tablets. Because those tablets, they mesmerize our kids. TikTok and all these videos and everything, it mesmerizes adults. (laughs) Adults. I have more adults sending me videos. Even I do it. I send my kids stuff all the time. And my husband sends me stuff and I send him stuff. That's different for me because I am an adult and I can distinguish between what's good and what's bad, what's right and what's wrong, what's just a joke and what's serious. They can't distinguish that yet. They can't distinguish that. And it's our job to ensure that they're getting quality time voice-to-voice, face-to-face, not tablet-to-eyes, not tablets-to-ears. My grandbabies know every single TikTok dance there is, every last one of them. My daughter put on a complication of TikTok songs, and it'll play a TikTok song for like 10, 15 seconds, and all these songs have dances, and she played it, um... And the girls danced every single song. And when I say they didn't just dance wildly, they danced in unison. They knew the dances collectively, which is cute. Which is cute. But it made me think, did they learn this here? Did did they spend so much time here on their tablets that they had the time to learn 30 TikTok dances? It bothered me. About me, not them, because they're kids. And they're only going to do what we allow them to do. So what I told my daughter, um, the day me and my husband went to the wedding, she came over to our house to watch them. But I told her they're going to be asleep. She needed to be at our house at 11 o'clock. I made them go to bed about 8. 
So I said, they're going to be asleep. If they wake up before 3 o'clock, make them go lay back down. If they wake up and they're hungry, feed them and make them lay back down. But they didn't wake up until after 3. And I told her, when they wake up, no tablets. Guess what, y'all? Even when I tell them to take their tablets downstairs at 9 o'clock, even when I tell them no tablets today, they're okay with that. It's what we allow them to do. When I, we came in the house, our house looked like a little rumper room, and that was fine. But everybody was running around having fun. My daughter dragged my little trampoline out of the garage. It was in the middle of our living room floor. They're playing on it. My baby, grandbaby, the one-year-old was playing on it. She running around laughing and, and telling people no and stop and go and do. And they were having kid fun. Playing games, jumping around, dancing, laughing, having a ball. Me and my husband got home about 5.30 from the wedding. And we all sat here until about 7.30 before my daughter finally left. And the entire time, nobody asked about a tablet. Nobody. When she left, it calmed down after a while. I put on a movie and one of the kids said, Grandma, can we get on our tablets? And I said, are you hungry? <laughs> they were like, yes. I said, I tell you what, let's make a deal. Y'all eat dinner and then you can get on your tablets for two hours. They were fine with that. They had their dinner. They got on their tablets. Um, I went and showered. I had everybody bathe. They came back downstairs. We watched TV together for a while. They went upstairs. What I know for a fact is, as much as they like those tablets, it's only because that's what we allow. They absolutely love quality time. Those kids love when I say, let's go for a walk. I told you guys on another podcast, it was it's almost like me saying, let's go to Disney. They are screaming, happy, can't wait to go put on their shoes so they can exert energy. We go a mile, mile and a half. I try not to go too much further because of the four-year-old. But those twins, they are running and the four-year-old just running and laughing and, and playing tag and doing that at most. If I say, hey, let's go to the park, let's go to the beach, let's go to the movies, let's go out and eat. They're on 10. It's like over and over again, I'm like, let's go to Disney, let's go to the Romper Room, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese, let's go to the Jump Trampoline Amazia. They love quality time. It's on us. It's on us. What that looks like to us. If we just don't want to be bothered and we keep a kid in front of a TV, in front of a phone, in front of a tablet, in front of a computer, that's what they're going to do. And that's where they're going to get their imaging. That's where they're going to get their imaging. I am not knocking anybody. But I've seen what Little Kim looked like because I was a Little Kim fan when Little Kim hit the stage with notorious B.I.G. And I look at Little Kim now. I seen what Nicki Minaj looked like when she first hit the stage with her seven personalities that somehow now she doesn't have and what she looks like now. I seen what Cardi B looked like when she first hit the stage. My whole point is, I, I've even heard songs where people are talking about their, how they had to go get, 
a BBL, how they had to go do this, they went and, did, and they're rapping about it like it's such a treasure. And then, of course, the kids want to do it. And I said in an, a previous podcast how these rappers are singing about popping mollies and, and smoking and, and mixing cough syrup with this and that and, and getting a high. And then the kids want to emulate that. But you know why the kids want to emulate all that? That's because that's what we keep letting them see and hear every day because we're busy. We want to watch TV. We want to watch this movie. So, yeah, yeah, go get on your tablet so I can sit here and watch this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the phone. Go, go, go away. It's one thing if you're like me, and I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for this, but I'm hardly ever on my phone. And if I am, I try to limit the amount of time. Even if the kids aren't here, I don't like to spend hours on the phone talking to one person. I don't like that because I'm taking away from quality time with people right here in my presence. I don't like that, especially if you work a nine to five. You go to work and you come home on your phone and you're on your phone and you're on your phone and then you hang up and you're on the phone with somebody else. When do you have time for the person sitting right in the room with you? Right in the same house. And then you're surprised or mad when they want to go hang out or go do something. Yeah, because you're not present. I've never been big on that. So when I am on the phone, and the kids come talking to me and they don't really want nothing, I do tell them I am on the phone. You know better because I'm only on the phone for a few minutes and I'm hardly ever, when I tell y'all I'm hardly ever on the phone, I'm talking, I plan my phone calls. I tell my friends, hey, I'm going to call you Wednesday and it's Sunday when I say it. <laughs> and they all know, okay, well, I know you busy or I know you don't like to be on the phone long, so I'm going to let you go. I've already said that precedence, and you know when I said it? About 20 years ago. I've always been like this. I've never been the type to just like to be on the phone yapping and talking and yapping. Even when I started this podcast, I told you guys, I don't like to talk a lot, so I don't know how I'm going to do these podcasts. But by the grace of God, I'm running my mouth and I'm getting them done. But anyway, you have the parent who loves to be on the phone. I remember this one girl telling me um, her mother would pick her up from school and her mother would be on the phone laughing loud, yak, yak, yakking and texting and driving and swerving. And she's noticing all this at the time she was eight. She's noticing all this. And she was telling me and my husband one day how she doesn't like that. She doesn't like that, but she can't say anything because that's her mom. And I'm telling her, you know, of course, I talked to her first. Do, do you love your mom? Of course I do. Does your mom love you? Of course she does. Are you able to talk to your mom about other things? Of course. Are you scared of your mom? No. Then why can't you talk to your mom about that? Talk to your mom about how you're concerned for her safety and that you would like to spend quality time with her. But she was feeling this. I don't know if she ever did. But the point is. Our kids notice everything and they hear it. I don't care if they don't say a word. They are sponges. They soak up what we say. And if they really love us, they regard it as the truth. 
Remember that. They soak up what we say and they regard it as the truth. If we're on the phone talking mad junk about sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so and we can't stand this person, that person, don't be surprised when your kid's on the phone talking about uh, schoolmate so-and-so and schoolmate so-and-so and how they can't stand them and they're just emulating you. Don't jump on them. Fix your behaviors. And if you are one of those parents that just throw, uh, I remember I gave a podcast about me going for a job interview at a children's um, clinic. It was a, a clinic for kids, and it was no exaggeration to say every single child in that waiting room, and it was an overflowing waiting room because there were people sitting on the floor. Every child, even the child in the stroller, had a phone or a tablet in their hand. Every last one of them. I looked from parent to parent, from child to child. There was a TV in the lobby, and the TV was on mood sounds. What child wants to see that? That's that sleep, you know, uh, not sleep music, but where they, if you if you time out your computer and you lock it, and you could have a picture of a mountain or something, and if you put the music behind it, the soft playing music, that's what I'm talking about. That's what that was on their TV at a children's clinic. I don't care what cartoon you put up there. Put up something that is gender and race and nationality neutral. I don't care what it is. Those kids are going to look at it. And then talk to your parents about just taking those devices for a moment from the kids. Pay attention to the people in your lobby. That bothered me. That bothered me immensely. Now, it bothered me because I was disturbed by the lack of communication there. Doesn't mean that they're like that all the time. Doesn't mean like they're like that, but they were like that there. And all of them were, 100% of them. You guys, when you see something like that, especially in your family, there's nothing wrong. Even if you can't get up and run around or anything, there's nothing wrong with pulling out a board game. Kids might aw at first, but once you start playing, they're all in. They're all in. There's nothing wrong with getting some cards and teaching them I declare war or um, I forgot that other game that kids play, Go Fish. Going to get some Uno cards if you're not, you know, able to get up and run around. But if you are, go for a walk with them kids. Get up and jump around with them, dance with them, laugh with them, chase them, play, play um, hide and seek with them. We got to get back to a time when kids are kids. When kids are kids. When did it become okay for kids at seven and eight to be watching half-naked people? Dang on videos now are, are soft porn. <laughs> and we're letting our kids watch them. I can honestly say my daughter has something on these tablets to where the kids can't get a lot of things. But I still look to see what they can get. I wasn't at first because I'm thinking, ah, oh, they're kids' tablets. But that means nothing. That means nothing these days. When my kids were younger, 
I used to check their phone just randomly. Phone check. Give me your phones. And I would look to see who they were texting, what they were texting, the language they were using, and what they were doing on their phones. Back then, there was no TikTok and all this other social media stuff. Now, my kids were born in 90 and 92 and 98, but I only had the 90 and 98. And, of course, there were phones and things became more prevalent later, but I just checked their phones more. And they never knew when I was going to check their phones. It would just be random. And I can honest to God say, at every single time I checked their phones except once. One time my oldest daughter used some cursing in there. She was talking about me too, by the way. But she was cursing in there and that was the only time I ever seen anything inappropriate in their phones. But I can honestly say, I spent quality time with my kids. We put together puzzles. We hardly ever watched TV. We would sit around and put together a puzzle together. We would read together. We, we made up dances together. We danced. We exercised. We had fun. We would go to movies. We had date nights every Friday. Every Wednesday was theme night. We had a good time. And just as a reminder, theme night every Wednesday. One of us, one of them, it was never me, would pick a theme. Let's just say the theme was hamburgers. Every Wednesday we would have a hamburger. And if you can't afford to go out to a different restaurant, um, make hamburgers at home. Just try different ways. But what we would do, if, if Taisha picked hamburgers, we're going to have hamburgers. We would pick every Wednesday for that month a different place we never had a burger. Pizza. We would pick a different place. We never had pizza before to have pizza. No matter what it was, Italian, we would find four different Italian restaurants we had never been to. Sub sandwiches, whatever it was. I tried to make sure it stayed under because I was always on a budget. So we never, it was never like a new um, five-star restaurant. It was always somewhere simple. Tacos, hamburgers, pizza, um, sub sandwiches, things like that, but it was fun. And it was something they looked forward to their month to pick that theme and then to go to a different place. But I spent quality time, is my point, with my girls. I didn't just throw them in front of a TV or a computer. Now, I told you guys at one point I was doing hair five days a week and working, and I noticed that I wasn't able to spend as much quality time with my kids. So I quit my job and got a better job. That didn't take away as much time, but that quality time was important, and I'm very proud of it now, which is what I really wanted to do with my grandkids, just spend quality time with them because they go back to Missouri, and I'm here. As much as I say they they kept me awake sometimes, it was still a treasure to spend this 10 weeks with them because the next 42 weeks, they won't be around me except when I come to visit for a couple of days. <sighs> Y'all, let's try our best to get our kids not to be so enthralled on what's going on on social media and what stars. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Little two, three, four-year-olds, parents making pages for them and just constantly got cameras in front of these kids' faces because they want their kids to be the next great Beyonce. They want their kid to be the next baby. They want their kid to be the next 
I don't even know who this is, but Honey Boo Boo, I guess. She's a, a model. I, I have no idea. I've, I've heard the name. But let your kid just be whatever name you gave them. Let them just be your kid. Let them just be your grandkid. Let them just be your niece or nephew. You got to think about this. Not only are you walking around all day with a camera in your hand so you can videotape them, but you're subjecting them to constantly being on social media because that's what you think they should be. It's not fair. Nothing's wrong with catching your kids sometimes something fun or funny, and but when you have to do it every day, and you're doing take after take after take like they're a movie star on a set, you've got to reevaluate some things. You really do. You really, really do. I've heard my kids, I sent my daughter a picture of these beautiful girls. Oh my God, just simply gorgeous. But one of them looks like my granddaughter London to me. Um, but one of the girls has blue eyes and the other one has a blue eye and a brown eye. Beautiful girls. And I sent my daughter a picture and said, if, if she closes her eyes and you can't see the blue eyes, she looks exactly like London. My daughter replied, I agree. I've watched these girls grow up on social media. They're famous. Um, they've, they've always been on social media. And I thought, wow, that's exciting. But is it exciting to the kids? I'm going to give you this one last point and I'm going to go. It's been a long time since I did a 30-minute podcast. When I was stationed in Missouri, I had neighbors and they had these beautiful girls, beautiful. And as a matter of fact, the mom used to put the girls in all these pageants, beautiful girls. They would be in pageant after pageant after pageant. And the mom, she just thought Taisha was a gorgeous girl. And she was, she still is. If you haven't seen my baby, she's Absolutely gorgeous. These deep dimples, these high cheekbones, these huge almond eyes that are cat-shaped. Naturally beautiful. Don't need a lick of makeup. Um, and she used to try to get me to put tie in pageants, and I refused. And one day, the lady didn't even like me, but for some reason, she really thought my daughter should be in pageants. So one day, um, we were standing outside, me and another neighbor, and she walked up and she was telling me about a pageant. And I'm smiling and listening. And I said, okay. And then she asked me, why don't I ever put my daughter in pageants? And I'm a, a surmise what I said because I don't remember my exact words. But I told her, I'm her mom. If I put her in all these pageants, I'd have to stop doing everything I do. And eventually hope she can take care of us when that's my job. And... She's not old enough to make a decision about whether that's what she wants or not. I would be making that decision for her. I'd be making a decision about what she needs to do for the rest of her life or for this moment because that's what I want. I'm going to live my life through her. I told her I'm not, I'm not like that. I want my child just to have fun. And when she gets older, if she wants to be a model, she can pursue that. But I'm not doing that. And that lady got so mad. She didn't say anything to my face, but she was mad because she thought I was judging her. And I wasn't. I was giving her an answer to her question. I wanted my child just to be a child and decide on her own if that's the route she wanted to take. And it wasn't a route she wanted to take. And you guys, I'm positive I could have put her Ty would have been in magazines, she would have been here and there, and maybe she would have liked it if she did it. But when she was old enough to make her decision, that's not the route she wanted to take. 
Now I'm going to talk about Tweet. And a lot of listeners know Tweet. Tweet's my youngest, and Tweet can play probably any instrument you put in her hand. She can sing. When I say she can sing, that girl can, she can sing. And I am talking on, you take almost anybody level. She can sing on that level. She can, um, she has a perfect pitch, perfect pitch. She she can hit those Mariah Carey, um, I can't think of my favorite. She's deceased now. Um, singer notes, Shantae Moore notes, or she can sing some low notes. And she can play all these instruments and she can dance and she's a size zero even after having a child. So she's got this model body. She's got these deep dimples, these pretty, beautiful girl. And she did everything. She was in dance. She was in bass uh, bass guitar, guitar classes. She took piano lessons. She took um, acting lessons. She took vocal lessons. She clarinet. Um, you think about it, she did it. But as she grew up, because I'm thinking I'm spending all this money, this girl's doing everything, and she's doing everything well. People are asking her to sing that background on their, oh, we want you to sing. We want you... And she was telling everybody she didn't want to do that. One day I said, Tweet, I'm spending all this money. You're going to do something with these talents. You're going to do something. And it made her sad to know that I was going to make her do something besides just enjoy these talents. And so I backed up. But what I did tell her is I'm not going to keep spending all this money, but you can enjoy this all you want. I bought her, she has like four bass guitars and a guitar. She had her own piano, a keyboard, and she just loved to play them. But she didn't want to perform for others. She has been requested by some major stars to come and sing. She went and sang for a couple of people. But for the most part, she just wants to be an ordinary, everyday person. And how can I be mad when I just told you guys the other day, I've never wanted to be famous and I've never wanted to be rich. I just wanted enough. And if somebody told me you have to, you have to take this talent or what they deem as a talent and you have to be on a bigger platform, you must do it. I don't know how I would feel either. I just want to do my podcast and be happy and live my life, you guys. And I want to live behind a legacy that helps people for generations to come. But I don't want to be forced to do it. And that's what so many of us parents do. We force our kids to sit in front of a TV. We force them to be raised by these tablets and these stars and these actresses and actors. We force them to be TikTok sensations and Facebook sensations and Instagram successes. Instead of just letting them be. Let's let our kids be. And let's teach other people to let their kids be. All right, this is your girl, Sonia. And I meant everything I said. You have a great day on purpose. You can find me at Sonia M, S-O-N-Y-A-M, at ledbymotivation.com or ledbymotivation07 at Gmail. Have a great day on purpose.